In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, thank you for joining me here on this bright and sunny, wonderful Monday in Chicago, at least. You know, sometimes, doesn't it feel just like the universe is kind of gently nudging you on on a specific topic or or awareness. Well, I had the honor of interviewing a wonderful, wonderful person last week, uh, Marsha Weeder. And Marsha is the CEO of the Dream University, of Dream University. And so all weekend long, I was just reminded left and right from things, you know, I saw in nature, things that came to my mind, things I saw in books, you know, how they say you see things in three or you, you realize things in three about the importance of our dreams. And especially for entrepreneurs, because we can be such dreamers. And it's important to balance the strategy and the process and the dream in order for that business dream to be a truly, truly successful endeavor. And so you'll find my interview with Marsha Weeder uh, over on Inc.com, Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And that's there today. And it's, it's, it's rather they're popular. So people are enjoying what they're seeing today. And I'm continuing along that realm with today's guest. I'm very excited about today's show because Again, one of the things that Marsha, who used to call herself America's dream coach, and she certainly is, she's helped thousands and thousands of people find ways to make their dreams come true. And and one of the things that Marsha Weider said is that you have to marry processes and strategies along with the vision and the dream in order for it to make you money and for it to work. And so often business owners get caught up in their business. They're working in their business doing the the little work, the tedious stuff, or the tasks that they don't trust someone else to do. And, you know, you may be leaving some money on the table when you do that. And so today, we're going to talk about how you can identify a process that is costing you time and money and how you can implement some very powerful processes and systems that will save you that time and money, which, let's face it, along with your employees, if you have employees, are your most valuable commodity, time, money, employees, talent. Um, Barb Stuhlmer isn't called the queen of process for nothing. Her her big picture visualization skills help her to help her clients to hold business envisioning. Barb is here with us to talk about winning strategies for changing a business that is 
going to one into one that is growing. And the use of effective operations is one of Barb's key ingredients for helping business owners accomplish this. And so I would love to... Welcome to the show today, Barb Stulemer of Blitz Business Success. Hey, Barb. Hi, Mara. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Hi. I'm very excited to have you here today. I am very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I've, I've so been looking forward to this because this is just one of my more passionate topics as well. And Barb, I know that you're, you've been the owner of, you are the owner of three businesses and you hold several volunteer positions. My gosh, you're a speaker, an author, the chair of the International Business Program program advisory at, at Georgian College and an invited guest of their Thought Leadership Forum. And Barb, I love to start the show by asking my guests to share uh, one particular practice or habit or mindset strategy that you really, really, really contribute much of your success to. What, what is your secret, Barb? Right. Well, you know, I have one that I share a lot. In fact, when people ask me, it, it comes right to mind. I don't have to think about it. But I want to. I want to start it with a with a quote that that uh, popped up on my desk on Friday that fit perfectly with what I feel is one of my keys to and everyone's key. I I feel to success. So the quote is from Abraham Lincoln. And it says, um, "I don't think much of ma- uh, man that is not wiser today than he was yesterday." So you could probably take from that quote the one of my one of the things that I say is a key to success is that we are constantly learning, and I believe that um, one of my keys is that I never believe that I have all the answers. There's always something of value in someone else's uh, response, even if the response doesn't match with what I want in someone else's program. Sometimes I've taken uh, programs or been uh, available to go through the same. Um, seminars or presentations more than once, and I always walk away with something new. There's always something to be learned, and uh, usually when I'm in one of my programs and I, I talk about this, I, I also offer some proof with some physics, but uh, I don't think we'll go into that right now. <laughs> well, and you bring you bring such a true and valid point to the table here, Barb, and one of the things that you know came to my mind um, is how often entrepreneurs are hesitant to admit when they're not sure of something or when someone may know more than they do. And, you know, one of my favorite leaders of all time, Henry Ford, you know, always said that I may not know all the answers, but I can have the answer to you within 24 hours. And it's important that we, we accept that and that we're okay with that. We don't, you know, to be an expert, it doesn't mean that you have to know everything. And uh, so thanks for that. And to continue learning and reading and growing. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's important. Well, thank you. So, so Barb, your passion for business had, has led you to create a biz blitz business success so that you can fulfill a lot, your life purpose. And, and, and that is to help people become successful at creating and running a business for themselves because you've done it so many times over so successfully. Tell us a little bit about your journey to the creation of Blitz Business Success and a little bit about that as well. Sure. Um, well, I, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Both my parents grew up in, in uh, houses where the, the, their parents owned um, businesses. One was the, um, 
the, the local butcher, and he was a third generation, and everybody loved families, uh, you know, the, the people were so friendly, and so the, I grew up in the shadow of this name of uh, the Timbrels, and didn't matter where I went, people knew me, they knew my name, or they knew someone I was related to, because we all had the same name, so I grew up with that, that feeling of uh, belonging, and a feeling of, uh, you know, uh, contributing to the community, even though I wasn't doing it myself, and my father never took over that business, he had, a, he had uh, other businesses, but then Really, my my key um, growing up time was done at, well, while my parents were in blue collar uh, jobs. So I grew up thinking that if I got a good education, I would have a good job, as many of us did. And yet, I still uh, developed businesses along the way. When I was in uh, university, I w- my sister and I would paint windows of the local uh, bars and pubs at Christmas time so that we could make some extra money. And so we had this painting job where we would put murals on the windows at Christmas time and decorate all the all the bars and pubs around in our, our city. So, I mean, I, I've, wow. <laughs> I've had an opportunity to do a lot of different types of business, and it didn't matter where I was. I was I just constantly thinking about things that I could develop. And But when I was younger and you were going, you were living in a family that, thought if you had a good education, you'd have a good job. If I thought of something that was really interesting, I always figured that someone else would have already developed that. So I never had that courage to to take action until I was actually an adult, and I and I started taking action on things that I would think of. And uh, so that it's kind of my journey through the things that I did and the my education and my jobs that I had, and um, some challenges that I had with my family. My kids were ill, and I had to stay at home, and that was where my kind of the door opened for me. You know, when when something changes in your in your um, your current life that opens a door for you. Like a lot of my clients, they've been laid off from a, from a job and they decided to start a business. So that was their door opening because we're fearful of making the change ourselves. That's when I kind of transitioned into being an all-out business owner. And now I consider myself completely unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. And and I love how you say that, a door opening, because sometimes, you know, something that we tend to look at in a negative way is truly a blessing in some ways, if not many ways. And, uh, you know, a lot of moms do find themselves in that position where, unfortunately, sadly, either the children are sick or they just choose, they want to choose to be home with the kids more or what have you. And that's how a lot of great, great businesses are started. Right. Um, Yeah. So you were raised in an entrepreneurial family, but not really giving given the opportunity to to be an entrepreneur until until you had your kids and and uh, really earned some money doing that. And in your first business, I'm curious, Barb, did you did you go in with a plan or were you just kind of winging it? No, I'm a planner. That's why that's why they call me the Queen of Process, right? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if you've always been the planner or if it's yeah. something that you just realized how well it works. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, I, I have to have a plan in place. Although I'm willing to take action without everything. Like, I'm, I'm not don't have to have that perfection paralysis doesn't take take hold of a lot of my plans it, there does have to be something in place and i my plan was about 35 pages long before i actually um and i i was also looking for a grant for the gut from the government so to do that i knew i had to have a, a very um uh, a very lean plan that really described what it was that i wanted to do which i got by the way 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we are going to go into break, and we're here today with Barb Stulemer of Blitz Business Success, and you can find more about Blitz and Barb at Blitz, B-L-I-T-Z, com. So make sure and, and go ahead and check that out. And when we get back, we're going to talk about that plan and some of the processes that Barb suggests that we put in place and some of the things that we can look for in our business that may be costing us time and money in the business. And there are things that the good news is that you more than likely have the power to change. This is Marla Tabaka. Thanks for joining us on The Million Dollar Mindset. We'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with Barb Stulemer, and Barb is here to talk to us about getting systems and strategies in, into place in your business that'll save you time and money. And Barb, you have a system of your own that you enjoy teaching, and you call it Place Your Business Here. Tell us about this. Well, Place is a, an acronym uh, that I use that talks about um, um, 
setting uh, oh goodness <laughs> the I can't remember P is isn't that strange um, uh, preparing so preparing the way that you're going to do your business um, working on the language that it is that you need to use to fulfill your um, uh, your marketing plans to be able to talk to your clients to 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 get to a place where your clients are saying oh I I, I need that so the language that is really important is what they're going to hear and not necessarily what you want to say and then um, things like uh, the A is for um, uh, helping people with uh, the, the, analyzing what you already have in place, and that's a lot of what, what we're going to talk about today. So analyzing what's in place, your communications a lot, along with uh, internal communications, and then effective operations. So it's, it kind of covers the gamut of, of, of developing a whole business. Yeah, and such important important points because, like you, I've been I've been coaching for a lot of years, and and uh, I find that many entrepreneurs come into coaching and they've been in business for a few years and they don't have a plan and they haven't analyzed what's going on and they don't look at their numbers and they don't have branding uh, language, let's say, in in place. And one of the things that I see a lot, Barb, and tell me if you agree, is that we tend to speak about our business from the uh, the technical point of view or the, the place of, of knowing that our customer doesn't necessarily have. And so, you know, I, I'm not crazy about the term, but I, I read a book once called Dumbing It Down, and uh, it, it kind of stuck because we have to remember to some degree to do that in branding uh, so that others can really pick up on the passion and understand very, very simply what it is we do. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, um, absolutely. Uh, and my experience in that, the best experience I had with that was when I worked in um, uh, at the University of Western Ontario where we're doing research on atherosclerosis. And I was, I was a witness to some of the other doctors that were part of the, uh, I'm not a doctor, I'm a the doctor that I worked for and some of the other doctors were giving their uh, their talks because they were going off to some kind of conference and we were listening to one of the one of the doctors um, give his talk and and she turned to me and I uh, she was one of my greatest mentors because she just showed me what, what it was, how important it was to be yourself she never made me feel like a lesser person because I wasn't a doctor uh, I was a great part of her team and she was a great part of what what, what went on with it, this entire department we were in and uh, she turned to me and she said, so uh, what do you think of his talk? And I said, well, most of it I, I followed, but I had a lot of problems. He was talking about this, this one section. She goes, that's absolutely right, because he talked like everybody else was doing the same research as him, instead mm-hmm. of assuming that he was talking to people that needed to be able to understand him. And you cannot speak on that language when you're talking to other people, even if the whole room is full of doctors. So I learned at that point that if you want to, if you want other people to understand you, you have to speak on other people's language levels. And that usually means, and I don't like the term dumbing it down either, but it means taking it out of the the, the technical words and the technical concepts that you have for your own business and your own um, uh, products and services and what you do and your features and your benefits and whatnot and and bringing it into the light that someone else is going to say, wow, that's exactly what I need. I, I completely understand that. That person's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, most definitely. And when you do that, you can, the, the passion just really, really shines through and it be, can become infectious. We don't need to use the technical terms and, and cite all of the studies and everything for someone to really catch on and, and grab what we're doing. So, Barb, why don't you go ahead and talk to us about the effective operations and the things that you'd like to talk about today. And uh, we'll just have fun with this conversation. Okay, great. Well, first, a lot, when, I'm, when I'm working with my clients, we want to find out what it is that is, you know, how, uh, where their money might be leaking out of their business. Like, what, where are their time wasters? I like to start with um, one of my favorite exercises to do. And I've, uh, I've seen it in a few different places and, and just kind of use this. But I like to start with finding out what it is that people do in their business. What is their role and what is their responsibilities? And this takes a little bit of time. So as you go through this, you will obviously have to do this after we get off the phone because you won't have enough time to, to do this while we're developing it. But it'll, it's a really great exercise. But it is uh, it's creating an organizational chart for your company. And um, a lot of us don't think about creating an organizational chart, particularly for a company of one or two or five, like a small company. If you're more than one, you do have to understand where people fit in your business, but if you're just one person, you're not thinking that there's an organizational chart that applies. But all the positions within that are being fulfilled by you in your business are actually positions that at some point in the growth of your business, you would like to replace you as the person looking after it with someone else. And you can't do that until you identify what those positions are. So I would suggest um, the first time I did this, I did this for my, my first company. I had about 35 positions. And I do have a PDF that I uh, hand out that kind of shows all those positions. But, of course, I'm the president of the company and I'm the, the CFO because I'm the person who's in charge of what happens with the finances in the company. But under that, I did have a bookkeeper and an accountant, but I was still the one who tracked all the day-to-day ins and outs. So I had to look down at all the, you know, the basically accounting assistant or something. I don't know what kind of term I gave myself at that point in time. But in the finances, I was the one who decided when things got purchased. So I was the purchasing manager. And I decided when I also created the invoices. So I was the invoicing accountant or whatever that might be called. I'm not even sure what the term is. But you know what? When I finished with that chart, I realized that although I had three or four people that were in my business, uh, contractors, um, the other 30 positions were mine. And that meant that as, you know, you, when you kind of take that in, you go, wow, okay, I'm holding 30 positions within my company. No wonder I'm so tired at the end of the week. No wonder I'm putting in 40 or 50 or 60 yeah. hours a week because that's a lot of work, right? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as you're saying that, Barb, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but it it reminded me of an experience of my own. And um, the first time that I did an org chart for one of my companies, and I realized how much I was doing, like you said, you start to give yourself credit for that. But the other thing that it really helped me do is to better organize my time, because I realized that I can't be the bookkeeper and the creative while I'm wearing the same hat, because, right, we're using two different sides of our brain there we're using you know different parts of our skills and talents there and so just doing that exercise alone can really help you understand how you have to break out your time and better utilize your time right right and it's so true and and yeah so the bookkeeper the bookkeeper and the the visionary that's part of your business they they're at uh, locker heads with each other because right. they're not they're not 
coming from the same energy in your body. And when you try to do both of them at the same time, you won't do either of them well. No. No, absolutely. And so just that exercise alone is brilliant and very, very empowering. So yes. an org chart. Very cool. Okay. Okay. Well, from the org chart, because that's that's not enough, because one of my clients, although he has about 18 people working for him, he does recognize that one of the positions that he needs to fill, he, like he knew what that position was. So he pretty much knew what his org chart was. He knew what positions um, still need to be filled within his company, and he knew what he was doing and stuff like that. And So one of the, the kind of the next step down was to say, so if you need to fill that position, what is it that you're doing that is – uh, would be responsibilities of that position. So he never separated out what it was that he was actually doing as the responsibilities of his own position and the responsibilities of that position that he wanted to give away, which was a, um, a marketing position. So what, what is kind of the next step down is to take one, take each of those roles within your company from the organizational chart and write the responsibilities of each of those roles. So when you start stretching it out from your 30 you might get a hundred there might be three or four roles for each one maybe each one has only one you'll have to kind of go through it but you can have 150 200 responsibilities and now we're really getting down to what it is that's challenging us in our day-to-day -day, um, work that is stopping us from from being able to really focus on the things that give us money to generate money and um, so you get those responsibilities worked out. Uh, and then it's really important to say, okay, so here's the list of responsibilities that I do. Um, how do I fill my days with these responsibilities? Because we still haven't even identified what it is that builds or gives you money. All we're looking at is what, what has to happen to ensure that your business runs. And, of course, we're all familiar with, or we may be familiar with Michael E. Gerber's E-Myth. Mm -hmm. uh, have you had an opportunity to read that at all, Marla? Yeah, actually, I'm an Emith Mastery coach. Absolutely. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Well, then you absolutely get that. But that I just I want to give him credit for his terms: the working oh, yes. in your business and the working on your business. And of mm -hmm. course, if you're working in your business, you're doing the the technical stuff, the things that you were good at when you started your business, and you're working on your business. And that's that's the other 150 roles and responsibilities that you have in mm -hmm. on your business. And um, so when you get this great big long. Uh, list of things that you're doing, uh, if you go down and kind of um, evaluate what it is that you really love doing, like it, um, I like to say that there's, there's a part of your day that you, you may have to put aside for something that's not, not generating and it's not, um, it's not really effective for you, but you might have to do that because you have a lot of roles in your business. But if you were to envision what a perfect business day would be for you, like how could you spend a whole day and feel like you just played all day long? And what were those one or two or three responsibilities that you would have um, and only have that would allow you to have that, um, that day? So if you look through those 150 responsibilities or if you just want to look at the top 30 roles or whatever your org chart uh, provides for you and just circle the one or two that you really want to be doing, then you know what you need to be focusing on to get to that, that's 
the, the optimal mm. part in your business. And that is the perfect place for us to go into our next break because I want everybody to envision that while we're in this break and to come back here ready to really think about how to make it happen. And we will be (laughs) returning in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intracastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And so how did you do there in that two minutes? Were you able to envision the perfect work day and all of the little tasks and chores that you're ready to get rid of when you hire your slew of employees or you begin outsourcing? But then how do we make that happen? And that's what we're here to talk more about today with Barb Stulamer. And uh, welcome back, Barb. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. So so we've envisioned this perfect work day, which does not, for me, include the bookkeeping. And, you know, entrepreneurs, we're creative. We're all over the board. We, we love making things happen. And, and that doesn't include the, the more administrative type tasks and the tedious tasks and, and uh, those kinds of things. So once we have this vision, what do we do? Well, it, 
the vision gives you an opportunity to know which which pieces of the business you should be working on, but it doesn't mean that those are the only pieces that you will be working on for some time. And mm-hmm. it also doesn't mean that you're ever going to only have those pieces because some people don't want to build a big business. They're not looking at having 15 or 20 employees. So um, just recognizing that is the first step. But um, if you want to make more money in your business and you have this idea, okay, now you know all the roles that are in your business, you know all the responsibilities that you have to do in your business or um, other people are doing for you already, and you also know which part of the business that you really want to focus on. There are, uh, there's something I like to say that there's only three places where you can make more money in your business. One is that you have to work more, and that doesn't appeal to any of us, I'm quite sure. I mean, unless you have something that you're running away from or you're only doing the thing that you absolutely love, working more doesn't appeal to anyone because we we need our balance in our life. I know you talk a lot about that, Marla, and and having the balance in your life is, is so critical because you can't, Everything that happens to your business affects your, your home life and your family, and everything that happens to your home life and your family affects your business. So there's no balance if all you're doing is business. So working more, I feel, is not an option for one of the three places. The second is that you can charge more, and that might be viable. Um, I have a client who uh, – I've had a couple of clients along the way, but that, that specifically this one client who, who was couldn't figure out how he could find more time in his day, but his, his clients still wanted him. And he's got a fair-sized business. He has a lot of people working for him. But it turned out he was charging the same amount for his time as – as the person he trained to do his job that did oh, it very no. well. And <laughs> no. so, yes, as we move up the corporate ladder in our own businesses and we become the person that is in charge of the company, and that's where, uh, you know, our challenges, you, you said we don't like to do the administrative part, but some of us come in loving that administrative part, and that's what our business is. And we get caught up in that technician side of what we do, and we forget at some point as our business grows, particularly in his case, he's got eight 18 people working for him, he cannot be on site on every client and every project. It's just not physically possible for him. And um, and I'm not suggesting that you raise your your um, uh, your charges just because you want to punish people for uh, for hiring you. You're raising your price because your value has gone up. Your day. You need to be in more than one place, and if someone needs you, then they have to charge more. And uh, and that was a huge eye-opener for him. He never even realized that it meant that his price has to go up when someone who works for him is making the same amount of money for a day in, in the company, right? So the mm-hmm. second, obviously, is to charge more money. And the third is to leverage yourself differently. And that may mean a variety of different things. It could mean that you're you're going to hire someone um, that you're going to outsource, uh, that you're going to automate something. Um, and it, it could mean that you're going to take a look at the systems that you have in place and the processes and make them more efficient or more effective. And I like to look at all four of those options for people as we go through because sometimes we have really great systems that are already in place and we can't, we can't squeeze anything out, out of those. So let's figure out how we can offload and that's where you go back and say, okay, I want these three pieces of my roles and responsibilities. What else can I get rid of, right? So who are you going to outsource to? What can you offload? And uh, my client in the U.K., one of the things he's been able to do is is offload a lot of what he does for um, the, the administrative side, where he was doing his phone calls just to be able to set up his sales 
uh, sales calls. He doesn't do that anymore. He, he still makes the one-to-one sales calls, but he has someone else phoning and making those and setting those up. He hated that part. Mm-hmm. So when it, yeah, when it came time to leverage, he knew which pieces to give away because you've, you've, you've identified that at the beginning. Yeah, very important. Um, and, and to be okay with giving those away. So, so Barb, when you work with clients who might believe that they simply cannot afford to bring someone on board to do some of these pieces that they don't want to be doing any longer, how do, how do you work with them around that belief system? Well, it's interesting. A lot of times the belief around bringing someone on board is hiring an employee full-time. Or part time, and they and, and and we kind of uh, got into the mode of thinking when you hired someone, it was a permanent relationship that it, you 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 know once you've made that commitment, you couldn't get out of, and that uh, you couldn't back out of it without ruining someone else's life, like closing down a plant or something. And uh, so it's a mind shift. Uh, you kind of have to make it. A different look at what it is that you're offering people. You can hire someone to do just a specific project. So in, in my company, ClearCom, where we do technical writing for medical device companies, um, I hire technical writers who are engineers, and I hire them specifically for a project. I know how many hours they're going to put in. I know what it's going to cost me before we start the project because they've been doing it long enough. And I know what it costs my clients if we have to go overtime because of their changes. So you know, um, I could make a lot more money by writing all this stuff myself, uh, but I don't have the time to do that. And um, it's not my passion anymore. I, like I said, I, I don't, I consider myself unemployable. So even, I don't even want to work for myself anymore in that aspect, because that's not what I love to do. The writing is what I want to do. It's the in helping the client figure out how they're going to um, get the documentation fit into their business in that particular company. So it's really adjusting the way that they think uh, it's going or what they think it's going to cost them on the one side. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean spending a huge amount of money, and sometimes it could be $20. It could be as easy as having a, a teenager come in for two hours, which was uh, something else that we did for another client who said, I, I don't have time to do anything. My office is always a mess, and I, I can't afford to hire someone. I said, really, don't you know a teenager that could come in for a couple hours? once a week and it cost her it cost her uh, $20 a week to have this teenager come in for two hours and do some filing for her and what a huge relief right wow yeah and teenagers nowadays are so you know technically savvy that they can help on a number of levels so you're absolutely right it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg no it doesn't it doesn't and uh, I guess help on the other side is that um Oh, I think I've lost my train of thought there. Oh, <laughs> I no! I was thinking about it. And it will come to me again, so... Um. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so we've identified then uh, the things that we probably shouldn't be doing. And, and that is money on the table because if your time is worth, you know, $350 an hour just to throw a dollar figure out there and you are doing $15 an hour um, administrative work or $30 an hour technical work, uh, then it just, you are leaving money on the table in your business and, and you can be far more profitable. 
That's right. That's exactly where I was going, Marla. I forgot. Ah, there you that's go. <laughs> the, that's the thought I, I had set, set aside for afterwards. Yes. So the, the other part is to look at what, what you are valued at and determine whether or not, and this is a hard one for people because they say, well, you know what? I might, I might be worth $100 an hour. And if I'm worth $100 an hour and I'm doing 10 hours of research to find out, uh, you know, whether or not the software is good enough for, for my business, um, then, you know, that was, uh, that's only 10 hours of my time. I, I, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily get paid for that. But what you forget is those 10 hours could have been spent finding new clients, doing your marketing, bringing people in, and making the calls that you need to do. So I, I almost feel that when people use that as, uh, as an excuse, that it's an excuse to procrastinate doing the, the harder part of what they may not like, and that's, um, that's their client attraction part. That's the bringing the people in or making those sales calls, making, making the calls to, to the people that you, you know need what you have. And that's, you know, it's a, it's a little play in what it is that you, you need to do. But if you're spending 10 hours on something that an expert can do for two hours, even if you have to pay them the same amount of money that you would charge for that time, two hours versus 10, and your entire 10 hours are free, is a much better value for your company. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. One of the questions that I like to ask my clients is that, um, you know, after we identify some of these things you're talking about, and I say, okay, and, and they say they can't afford to have a bookkeeper come in at $25 an hour, you know, and they're spending four hours a week bookkeeping, then I ask them, okay, if you had four hours a week to do nothing but generate revenue, generate business, new prospects, new new sales for your company, how quickly do you believe that you could grow the company? company by X amount. And, you know, the answer is always, oh my gosh, in no time. I just don't ever have the time. And and I think that helps to create a tremendous shift that you really can have the time and you can make more money by spending some money. So, Barb, yeah. we're going to go into break in about a minute. And I know that uh, I, I'd love to have you tell our listeners about the very exciting event that you have coming up when we get back from break. But in the meantime, why don't you just tell our listeners uh, what you have going on over there at Blitz Business Success? Well, um, every every month we have an expert call, and it's it's part of my entrepreneurs club. So there's a, a Blitz uh, an entrepreneurs club, and part of it is this expert call, which is always free. So I love to have people come on, and you can sign up for the expert call. You can sign up for my free MP3 recording on on systems, or you can just sign up for my easing. And all three ways will get you the information for my expert calls. And our next one is on May the ninth, and and that that way you can find out about the Entrepreneurs Club, and uh, and what else you get with that uh, coming coming along with the uh, with the membership. Well, that's really really exciting. Thanks for sharing that with us, Barb. And we are here on the Million Dollar Mindset with Barb Stulmer, and you can find more information about those expert calls over at BlitzBusinessSuccess.com. And when we come back, we're going to learn about a fabulous event that Barb has coming up, along with some more strategies that you can use in your business. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. 
through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teeth to team driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Tokyo. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And time always flies here at Toginet. And uh, Carrie, the, our producer here, our brilliant, fabulous, lovely producer, is just agreeing with me that uh, it's such fun being here with these fabulous guests. And our fabulous guest today is Barb Stulemer. And she's here talking about the acronym that she uses with her clients, and that is PLACE. And uh, especially around the E for effective operations, which we've been chatting about, we're going to continue you to do that. But first, Barb, I would love for you to tell us about your upcoming retreat, the Quarter Million Dollar and Beyond Mindset Workshop. Tell us about that. When is it? Where is it? Give us the details. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the, the On Your Way Up retreat, and it's for smart, small business owners. It's for people who have been in business for two or more years, have basically built themselves a job, and know that there's something else what they can be doing in their business. And I know we've all, even if you've gone through this, you recognize that at some point over and over again in your business, you get to a certain plateau and you go, okay, how do I get beyond this? How do I get to that next level? And that's really what we're focusing on. It's, it's, it's a focus on the different things that you have to do in your business around uh, the marketing, around your systems, around your mindset. And we're going to spend two days doing this at Horseshoe Resort, which is uh, north of Toronto and Ontario, Canada. Canada. Um, 
May the 9th and 10th, and we have five spots still available. Ooh, only five yes. spots. How fabulous. <laughs> Congratulations. That says, that says a lot right there. And uh, there are, there are so many people out there who have built themselves a job and they deserve better. They deserve to live that dream. So make sure. Now, Barb, will we be able to find this information at Blitz Business Success? No, uh, it's specifically on Blitz Business Success slash on your way up web. Okay. Yeah. Blitzbusinesssuccess.com slash on your way up web, W-E-B. So make sure and check that out. That's coming up pretty soon and only five slots left. Wow. And yes. and you have a you have a uh, a partner in, in this retreat, do you not? I do. Laura Velkamp is a marketing specialist from uh, the Toronto area. And she's been marketing for large companies in Canada for close to 13 years now. So she brings some really interesting uh, perspective and, and a lot of experience to help uh, help our clients really do some different things in their business. Mm-hmm. Wow, some serious expertise here. So yeah. fabulous opportunity. That will be so much fun. I can't wait to hear all about it. Wow, how fun. So so Barb, we've got we've got folks up to the point where they've they've done their org chart and assessed what they're doing and, and they're embracing the possibility that they can afford change. What's our next step? Well, we've talked about the leverage to make more money. So we we know that there's a way that we can leverage our time, but really what, what some of the things that I love, and I, I'm so much a process person, I really like that, that part of it, is finding out how we're doing our business So there's, uh, and finding out where the money wasters are, where the, where the money leak is happening in our business. And um, if you go back to like a responsibility that you may have, so let's say um, one of my responsibilities or one of the things that I, I look after in my business blitz is that when I have my Entrepreneurs Club expert calls, um, setting up the expert calls are basically mine. So I have to find the expert and then I have to set up a date and I have to make sure calendar and I have to make sure it's blocked off and I then you have to send out information to them so that you get their information. It has to go to my website. So as you can see, there's a lot of steps involved and there's, there's probably about 20 steps involved. And, it, it, you know, the, if you do this and you've done it once, you go, okay, I know how to do it. And the next time you do it, you go, oh, man, I forgot to put it out on, on Twitter this time or I forgot to do something because you haven't actually take an inventory of what it is that you've done and then written it down. So it's so important to go through your processes and write them down so that, one, you can follow it over and over again and your clients get the same great experience every time. And two, if you want to be able to offload it to someone else, it, the system is can be handed to someone else as a package and said, this is how it has to be done. Now, uh, and, and then they can take it over and do it, and you don't have to worry about whether or not something got tweeted, and did you pass off the right amount of information when you went through it. You can just walk through the process with them because it's already in place and you don't have to try to remember it. That's a huge time savings for you because if you're spending time trying to figure out what it is that you did every time you have to do it, and, and you know, it can be very time-consuming. Just a sales call can be time-consuming because you, you want to make sure that you've got it in your database and that you, you have the follow-up information in there and that you've put it into a task or a timer down the road so you contact them. If you don't have that process um, down in, in concrete, then you're not 
following the same thing every time, and, it, and you, you could be wasting time every time you do it. So that's one of the keys for sure. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, it really is. And uh, another important aspect of that is the stress elimination of having it all in writing. Because I don't know about you, but if I don't have things in writing, and especially my my task list and, and the things that I have to do each week, and, and then the processes down, then it's all in my head, right? And I've got, I've got enough stuff in my head. I don't need those little tiny details in my head. So just uh-huh. getting them out, that alone is really powerful. Yes, yes. And then going through that stress every time you had to do the same uh-huh. responsibility. I mean, what's what's the point of that? Why would you torture yourself that way? <laughs> Get it out. I know. I know. I know. I know that some people live and thrive on stress, but that's not for me. So I think that this is an important thing to remember is that it really is going to reduce your stress as well as reduce the feeling of multitasking because it's now systematic and you're not you're not feeling like you're multitasking. Right, right. And if you are the type of person that lives on that that adrenaline of the stress, um, don't don't live on the stress of repeated uh, repeated work, live on the stress of something new, of, of engaging in something new. So you can free up the space in your time to yeah. do something new by getting, you know, getting down the, the repeated mundane routine things out of your way so you don't have to stress about those or let someone else stress about them. That's, that's always easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, something new is about growing your business and you've got to always uh, have that new uh, that new thing on the plate. So right. I love that. Very good. Very good. Okay, what's next? Well, let's. Uh, hmm. Let me take a look here. So um, when I have an exercise that I like to do, and I'm just going to take a look here. When you when you when you come around to what it is that you've finally done in your business, um, and you've got your processes in place and you've defined what it is that you're doing on each one of them. Um, the leveraging your time can be done by offloading. It can be done by, um, I wish I'd put those four points in front of me so I could look at them really easy. Um, we can get someone else to do it for them. We can create something automatic. So that's, that's the right. one thing I want to look at. And then products is the other. So automat- automation. So a lot of times what we find is that there's routines in our and what we're doing that can be automated. And there's an awful lot of free software on the Internet that allows us to automate things. Um, one of the best ones is to get a mailing system. Um, if, you're, if you're sending out your mail via your own mail um, contacts from Outlook or from Google or something like that, then... You have to manually do that every time. But if you have a, a system that allows you to email a group of people on a regular basis through uh, autoresponders, um, scheduled ahead of time, you can offload a lot of what you have to think about and do down the road by grouping it into certain times of the day or certain days of the week Get it all written out, get it all set up, and then send it out. There's another way of leveraging your time, but you can't do that until you've defined what it is that are routine within your business. So, to, again, you have to use, you kind of follow the process. Um, 
defining what the routines are within your responsibilities, you can't figure out what pieces need to be automated. And oftentimes a VA can help you automate those. So um, yeah. I, I, I highly recommend if you're in the service business and you're doing, uh, you're doing a lot of phone calls or something like that, a VA is, is a good support. And they don't have to be expensive, and they don't have to be even four hours a week. They could be as little as uh, five hours a month uh, in doing some of the small things that you have to handle. But that's a really good way to, to kind of free up your time and to be able to make more money because if something else is doing it, again, your time is free and you have more opportunity to make money, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the virtual assistants, God bless them. They are just such a godsend. And, you know, they're experts. They're, they, they are possibly more organized than you are. They may um, be able to get those autoresponders out in a matter of minutes where it may take you, you know, an hour to set it up. And, and so it's just going to save you so much time to, to have a good virtual assistant. And, uh, and then the other piece I really love about that, Barb, is that a lot of solo practitioners and, and solopreneurs feel very alone in their business. And when you have a virtual assistant or a part-time person, someone you outsource to, you know, there's that wonderful feeling that you're not in it all by yourself necessarily, too. Right, right. Uh-huh. So well, the Barb, last point, do we have yeah. an opportunity? I just want to get the last point in because yeah. this is really this is a great place to actually build something that's worth money. When you've created the process, you might find that the process itself is saleable and yes. you can build a product around it. And so uh, this process that I've done is a piece of another process and I built a profit and play program and I did it as a boot camp, but I recorded it as a boot camp and then I made a book out of it and six CDs and now it can be purchased on my website because it's something that I've built and made for other people to use and it can be used over and over again. So it's a process that I use. It's a process that I help other people use. It's what I teach to my clients and now I've built a product out of it that can be sold without me having to answer a phone or, you know, Mm -hmm. someone just clicks and buys and someone else ships it out. So, and that's completely automated. And that, you know, that's kind of the pinnacle of what you can do for building money into your process. I love it. And we'll find that at blitzbusinesssuccess.com. Yeah, it'll be under the products and... Tell the truth, I'm not sure that it's, yes, it is. It's, it's up there. It's so okay. new, I'm not sure that I've got the whole thing updated, but it is definitely under my yeah. product page. Yeah. Well, Barb Sulemer, thank you so much for being here with us today. And uh, I look forward to hearing more about this fabulous retreat that you have coming up on your way up, which is at Bliss Business Success slash on your way up web, W-E-B. And I look forward to chatting to you soon, Barbara, and to seeing all of you here next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, 